Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. Hey, good morning to you today. All week long, I've been talking about the death of Jesus. For two weeks, we've been pondering over the cross of Jesus. Psalm 22 is our primary jumping off point. Psalm 22 is the psalm of the cross. So the last few days, I've been talking about the death of Jesus on the cross. And I talked about how the death of Jesus was natural. He died like everybody dies. Not in the same way, but everybody dies and Jesus died. That was natural. He lived life naturally like we all live, and he died naturally. But then his death was also very much unnatural. Yesterday I spent time in several passages of Scripture with the main theme being, you sin, (laughs) you die. And what made the death of Jesus unnatural was, Everyone has sinned. The result of that sin is everyone dies. You sin, you die. But Jesus never sinned, and yet he died. That is very unnatural. So why he died was unnatural, because he never sinned. And then today I want us to focus for a few minutes on how he died. It's very unnatural. Matthew 27, 26 says, speaking of Pilate, then released he Barabbas unto them, and when he scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. Death by crucifixion was not invented by the Romans, but it was perfected by the Romans. The Romans intended death by crucifixion to be slow and agonizing, humiliating, in a public arena to discourage others from disobeying the law of Rome or the emperor. I want to read part of a medical description of death by crucifixion. Won't have time to read all of it, but I want to highlight some points. Death by crucifixion. The first point medically is the victim suffocates to death. There are a lot of theories of exactly how a person dies by crucifixion. The most probable is he suffocates after many hours, sometimes days on the cross. The weight of pulling down on the diaphragm complicates the breathing. The victim supports his weight by pushing up from the legs and simultaneously pulling up from the wrists. Leg muscles get tired you would have to allow the body to hang limp while struggling to breathe. The process continues until the legs, the muscles just give out, forcing the condemned person to hang and suffocate. Sometimes the legs would be broken. The executioner, in some circumstances, would speed up the death process by taking a, kind of like a sledgehammer, and breaking the femurs of the legs, and I've read that 
broken femurs are some of the most some of the most painful excruciating agony that a person can ever be in. So they would break the femurs so the person could not push up on the legs and consequently come down to breathe, and it would speed up the dying process, the breaking of the legs. The nerves in the arms would rub against the metal from the nails. That's a third thought. The nails that were driven into the wrist would pierce the main nerve running through the arm. The victim pushed up to breathe. The wrist rotated against the nail, which would irritate the nerves and cause intense pain shooting through the arms. The direct exposure of the nerve to the thick slab of metal produced a constant recurring pain that had to be endured every time the crucified person pulled up to breathe. Number four, skin and muscle were ripped off the person's body even before crucifixion. The crucifixion involved more than just nailing a few nails to your hands and your feet. It was preceded, preceded by a beating with a cat of nine tails, as it was called, with metal tips and bone clippings on the end of every strap. The executioner strapped the victim to a block of wood while soldiers beat the victim in their back, their buttocks, their legs. The bones would tear into the flesh and rip skin and muscle away when it was pulled. This was known as a flogging and would sometimes last for extended periods of time. The purpose was to mar the victim beyond recognition, up to but not through the point of death. And Isaiah prophesied that in chapter number 42. After being flogged with the cat of nine tails, the victim had to carry a wooden beam to the place of crucifixion. This wood was not smooth and treated leather or treated wood. It was splintered and jagged. It was a tree. The ragged plank moved up and down the victim's back, shoving splinters into the open wounds. This continued after being nailed on the cross. Every time the condemned person shifted from the feet to the arms and back to the feet, his back would rub against the splintered wood, causing a constant stabbing into the open flesh. This would lead eventually to hypovolemic shock. The initial beating alone was enough to induce the onset of hypovolemic shock. This occurs when a person loses 20% or more of their body's blood supply. The blood loss depletes the body of the oxygen and prevents the heart from pumping more blood, which results in even less blood reaching the cells. The cycle is vicious and can continue for hours, sometimes days. When the person is put on the vertical beam, which is already in the ground, and they are nailed to the horizontal beam, and they're placed on the cross, the person's wrists are nailed, and the executioner lifts and then hammers it into the vertical beam. When this happens, the victim's feet still aren't nailed into the vertical beam. Therefore, he has nothing to push up with, and the weight of his hanging body, once raised, pulls his shoulders out of socket. The body then sinks lower and lower, dislocating the wrist. Cardiac arrest ensues and hyperventilation with more and more loss of oxygen, muscle cramps and spasms so the person cannot even push up to exhale or inhale, unimaginable pain for hours, sometimes days. The victim has a built-in 
mechanism to survive. So the victim's trying to live, trying to live, trying to survive. Finally, the legs are too exhausted to push up for inhaling and exhaling, or the executioner breaks their legs and they suffocate. The natural way for our vital organs to receive oxygen is through the flow of blood. Proper movement of the body's exterior limbs and their interaction with gravity facilitates this process. The cross stops that. Ultimately, the organs respond. The body's natural tool for communication when something is wrong is pain. The vital organs signal to the brain that something's just not right. They do this through the nerves that lead to the pain centers of the brain. Thus, along with all other excruciation tortures of the cross, the oxygen-deprived organs scream unimaginable pain signals to the death. It took me about 10 minutes to read these medical facts about the crucifixion. Some crucifixion lasted 10 hours, even up to 10 days. Crucifixion was more painful and humiliating than just three nails into the hands and to the feet. It was an excruciating way to suffer and die. It was unnatural. The death of Jesus was natural, but the death of Jesus was also unnatural. One, because Jesus never sinned. And two, the crucifixion is an unnatural way to die. I don't know about you, but at the conclusion of this week, I just want to say thank you, Jesus, for enduring pain, enduring humiliation, and dying on the cross for me.